0: Growing up, I really didn't have anybody else to, another woman to look up to with hunting or fishing, and and now it's like there's so much support, and there's so much inspiration, and it's just awesome. It's really awesome how it's changed. Welcome to the Woman Angler and Adventurer Podcast, inspiring real women with a passion for fishing and the outdoors to go get their adventure on now. Here's your host, Angie Scott and Barb Carey.
1: Welcome to another episode of the Woman Angler at Adventure. I'm Barb Carey and Angie Scott is Ooh. in the house again. We hardly ever get to be in the same room, and so we're always excited and have to talk about when we're in the Pretty same room. Pretty
2: soon, Barbara, we're going to have to stop saying that because people aren't going to believe us anymore. I know. We're just,
1: now we're, we'll have to say that. Oh, we're uh, we're not together. Yeah, yeah. We're, you're, you're usually in Florida chasing some kind of salt water, while I'm up on the frozen tundra. Freezing my preference. My face off, but loving every minute of it. Yeah. So today we have a special guest and uh, very well-known in the outdoor industry, kind of a, a medium mogul, pioneer, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jennifer Prudence. Thank you for Pudence, being yep. <laughs> Thank you for being on the show today. Thank you very much for having me. Yeah. And we've had her
2: on once before, but it was way early on. I think Barbie, even before you joined
0: on as B-C. co-host. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bc. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. it's great to do it in person yeah. with you guys. So thank you so much for having me. Mm-hmm. We were talking a little bit about the show, and
1: for those that don't and never heard of Jennifer, she, uh, her claim to fame in recent years has been the, um, wonderful magazine called Adventurous.
0: Thank Why you. don't you just
1: tell us a little bit about that for the people who may have not have heard of it?
0: Yeah, so that's something I've just done on my own. Um, I'm getting close to five years, I think, with it here. Um, and it's a digital magazine, so it's all free. And that's something that's very important for me to keep it that way. And it's all women. So it's all outdoors and all women, um, you know, focusing mainly on hunting and fishing, but lots of other activities and do it yourself stuff. And, you know, just about living in the outdoors. So that's awesome. I know that, uh, i follow along and uh
1: i was happy a couple years ago to see that brenda meyer was adventurous yeah. woman of the year yes we actually did a show with her mm-hmm and talked about that, mm-hmm. which won first place in the hunting category. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. I listened
0: to the podcast, but I didn't realize it won award. Yeah, That's was, awesome. Was, you know,
1: I think it was the beaver part that did yeah, it. Yeah, the dog toys <laughs> picking yes. the
0: whole beaver I remember that too, <laughs> yes.
1: But um, that was an interesting story. So, uh, you know, once you hear the story, no wonder you picked her for that. But mm-hmm. you have a lot of really good things like that
0: going on for women. and Yeah, it's just I, I want to give um, – women that deserve to be highlighted, a place to be highlighted is my main thing. So yeah, we have a lot in common that way then. Yes, Mm -hmm. definitely. And also with like, I guess before Adventurous, you know, I get tired of a lot of like the media for women, um, you know, like articles would be just beginner and, or like how to take your girlfriend or your wife fishing or hunting, you know? And so I just wanted to be completely opposite from that. And give women the credit they deserve, you know, and, and how-to articles on actually helping and teaching them too. So Well, plus, in, in starting at a level that they already know what they're
1: doing and they want to reach the next level of skill.
0: Yeah, so I really like articles that, of course, if you are a beginner, they're going to help you, but also that they have you know, more skilled information in them. So they're not, it's not, you know, dumbing it down for everybody. Like even if you're skilled and already know some, you can learn something from it. And then also um, I guess I'm just always curious and love learning more things. So, so I, I like to have a lot of variety on what's in the magazine. So like, you know, snowshoeing or something like you're always can learn and learn something new that maybe you've never done or, learn about something that's, you know, in another area that you don't have type of thing. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, uh, for me later in life, um, you know, a friend of mine was into goose hunting and then all of a sudden I said, okay, I'll try goose hunting. And that's the kind of thing that I would have never had a chance to do or even yeah. thought of doing unless I saw a friend or another woman doing it mm-hmm. and thought, oh, that looks fun, you know? And
0: yeah. And I think there's a lot of things like that, that, you know, just spark that interest for you or if somebody else just you know, helps get that bug started for you so, right
1: how did how did you get involved in hunting and fishing?
0: So I grew up around hunting and fishing. My dad's a very avid bow hunter, and so I really grew up loving fishing and then um was always just around archery and hunting and i I've been shooting a bow since I was about three or four years old and did a lot of three d archery tournaments and stuff like that when I was younger and um so just kind of always been around it. And, you know, other things in the outdoors, like um my family has tall grass prairie and we burn the prairie and, you know, hunt, hunt for mushrooms and, you know, all sorts of stuff like that and gardening. And I grew up on a farm and, you know, so just always have had that farm life and outdoor life. So that's awesome. You know, and it's like,
1: I know. When I when young people, I talk to young nieces and nephews a lot of times, you know, and they're talking about career paths and stuff. I mean, the first question that I ask them, do you want to be inside or outside? Yeah, that's a really good one
0: to start with.
1: Yeah, because, <laughs> you know, there's something about, you know, being outside, mm-hmm. your work or your recreation or just... I mean, I, my house is designed for a person that lives outside. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you don't have to take your shoes off when you come in my house because I'm running in and out all the time. So <laughs> yeah. I live, ha- living that outdoor lifestyle, mm-hmm. I think that is really for me. I know. And it sounds like that's for you too. Yep.
0: I just, that's kind of how my whole life has been. I've always had, you know, farm animals and pets and everything too. And, and, uh, always been a big part of. You know, wildlife and everything like that and helping the wildlife we have and keeping our land the way it is and taking care of all that.
1: Yeah, that that's time consuming too. It <laughs> is. <laughs> time consuming. You were taught we talked a little bit before we went on the air, you know, just trying to get an idea of what some of your hobbies were and I asked about trapping. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, speaking of Brenda, the former Adventress of the Year, she recently took a trapping class and was, you know, because she likes sewing with fur and wearing fur for clothes. Mm -hmm. She's, like, super interesting, too. And I know some other people we talked to that had a kind of a nuisance animal that they had to trap. Mm -hmm. That's kind of something that you don't see a lot of women involved in, the whole trapping culture. Yeah,
0: so I do feel like it's slowly getting more and more like women into trapping, but I mean, I will give credit to anybody that traps. I think it's really hard and I will admit it's not really my thing, but I do trap just for a nuisance type of thing. Like I have chickens and bluebirds that I protect. So I just trap a little bit around my acreage, but um yeah, it is a really hard thing and I think you have to be a certain type of person for it. And I totally give them credit, but I think it's so neat how you you know mentioned sewing with furs, like so much of that stuff, like just all kind of ties together and comes full circle when it comes to the outdoors, you know? Yeah, absolutely.
1: You know, and there, you know, there's a lot of debate, I guess, in the, in the world with some people having opposing views or whatever, but really that's kind of how the world was designed. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. And it, I think when people are like that, they just don't fully understand, you know? Yeah.
1: So what kind of, uh, what kind of fishing stuff do you come up with? Are you a big,
0: uh, ice angler? Yeah. So I'm from Southern Iowa though. So I'm like kind of the very South part of ice fishing, but, and we're not known for fishing there, but I absolutely love ice fishing. I grew up ice fishing when I was younger as well and have really gotten into it again, like the last five or six years more seriously. And, um, so yeah, that's been a, big part of my life lately too and keeps us really busy during the winter, of course. And you know, like there's so many people that get tired of winter and we're like, oh no, it's warming up. <laughs> like this is gonna ruin our ice, you know. It just totally changes your your mind and perspective on winter, that's for sure. So do you get ice? Yes. Oh, we okay. do get ice, but we just yeah, we're kind of at the very south part of mm-hmm. it. And um and safety is a big issue, of course, mm-hmm. everywhere, but always very much around where we are from. So Your so. season's
2: probably shorter than, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yep. So,
2: what are the fisheries like around where you are? There's some good destinations that you like to.
0: Well, so I haven't really been able to travel for ice fishing. That's something I really want to do to uh, get more variety and and stuff like that but from where i'm from we just mainly have panfish bluegill and crappies and um and then you'll catch you know some bass or uh, catfish you know occasionally but we're mainly just after panfish and fill up our freezer that's what we do and um so we are are very mobile we don't really you know like trucks and four wheelers <laughs> out on the ice is not anything from around where I'm at. And so we just kind of go out there and don't even use a hut most of the time and and are on just uh, ponds and small lakes and Do you see a lot of other people while you're out
2: there or is it pretty isolated? If we're
0: on a small lake, yeah, we'll see other people and stuff. But Mm -hmm. but a lot of times like I said, we'll we'll go on like ponds and stuff and it'll just be, you know, whoever I'm with. I'm usually with my husband and my brother, so Mm. so yep.
1: That's cool. So you have a, a winter trip planned? You mentioned a winter trip you might be
0: going on? Yeah. So I'm really excited. Um It's kind of like my first women's event that I have had a chance to go to. And I think it's called the Ladies Midwest Meetup in Jan- January. I think it's January 24th to 26th at Hayward, Wisconsin. So I'm going there and um I think it's like 50 women. It's full. And I'm really excited about that. And that's what I'd like to do more of in the future is, is going to some of these women's events to meet other people.
1: What, what lake is that on?
0: Uh, round lake or what is it? Is it, it's like round lake and little round. I think there's Hmm. two of them right there. Nice. So, yeah. And I guess there's a variety of a lot of stuff. So I haven't even, you know, again, from Southern Iowa, I haven't even caught a walleye or Northern or perch or anything out of the ice before. So Mm -hmm. I'm so excited to possibly, you know, get something different. <laughs> That'll be fun. So is that guided? <laughs> um I don't know. We're just doing it in a big group and Alicia Thompson's running it. So I think she's gonna do some pre scouting and oh, nice. maybe be our guide for it. <laughs> that sounds <laughs> and fun and I'm gonna help with that and we're gonna do um an Instagram takeover for a striker. Um and uh yeah be just helping with that event. So cool that's sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the Hayward, Wisconsin area. Yeah, it's beautiful. I just got up into that area for the first time ever uh, this fall and absolutely loved it. So I'm mm-hmm. so excited to return.
1: Cool. Yeah, we're doing a big crappie thing in March on the Chippewa Flowage right there. Oh, cool. Yeah, and that's the huge body of water. Is it? Yeah. it's awesome. So, yeah, a lot of good fishing up there. They usually have quite a bit of ice. The problem you run into over there is all the snow.
0: Oh yeah. They get that sure on. does change things it with sure ice. It sure does. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean
1: it's hard getting around. That's for sure when there's that much snow and especially if there's that layer of slush, but
0: Yeah. It's a crapshoot shoot every year. You don't know what you're going to get. So <laughs> You don't. So that's why it's safety first, for sure. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> that's for sure. So then uh, you know after ice and we got spring. Are you a turkey hunter? I'm a huge turkey hunter. Um, bow hunter for turkeys. So actually, um I got the state record Turkey for Iowa, um, for a woman hunter this spring, this last spring. So, yep. And then, um, for bow hunters overall, it was fourth in the state. So that was pretty amazing. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. So, um, and that's a little bit of what I've been able, I don't usually get to travel and hunt, but I've gotten to travel just across the border to some other states for turkey hunting. So, so, and I'm up to 22 turkeys with a bow. That's a really big passion of mine. And, um, That's one thing like for deer hunting, we go separate ways on our own, but for turkey hunting, we really do like a camaraderie thing. So like my husband and I, we hunt together and film each other. And so we've been starting to, we've done that for years, like last eight or so years filmed each other, um, just for fun. And so we just started putting that on YouTube just, just to share with other people. So that's fun. So yeah, my state record turkey was actually on video, oh, and it's nice. on YouTube. Oh, really? Yeah, so cool. can you, we'll have to get the link. Yeah, to what's that. the? Yeah, so it's Longbeard Bow Hunters um, on YouTube. That's okay, cool. Yeah, and well, you'll yeah. see that it Put says state record by woman. Hunter, woman nice. hunter, or something like that. Yeah. Very cool. Nice. Congratulations. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. That was an awesome surprise. <laughs> I didn't <ever laughs> expect that. <laughs> so when you're aiming at a turkey
1: with the bow, where do you aim?
0: So that's a really, really big thing. Um, and the biggest thing with turkeys is you want to follow up the leg and you, as long as you're li- within the leg there, like even if you hit low in the leg, you'll still get get it. But you usually don't want to be low. Like there's a saying, um, shoot them high, watch them die, shoot them low, watch them go. So you want to always follow up the leg. So that way you're not too forward because if you get too forward in the breast, you're not going to find your Turkey. So Mm. that's a big thing. Yeah. Yep. Follow up the leg. And then if you're high, your double lung or spine. If you're low, your leg, and you're still going to be able to find your Turkey and get another shot. Or if you're right on, they're going to just die right there. (laughs) Mm. Pretty within distance so do you have any good wild turkey recipes uh yeah we do uh like wild turkey and noodles um for the leg legs and then for the breast we like to um slice them in just like long i don't know like inch and a half slices or whatever and then marinate them in like zesty italian dressing overnight and then you can even wrap them in bacon if you want to and then we grill them So they're very good. good. Yeah. Yeah. And then also sometimes use, um, the the breasts are so big, so you can have like, you know, easy, like three meals out of, so we'll also use that for like a stroganoff and we'll just do like a bunch of different recipes to, to use up our breasts for a week.
1: Is that something that you have quite a bit of in your magazine there is recipes and
0: how to cook wild game? Yeah. I usually try to have like a recipe or so, um, each issue cause I just, again, full circle with the outdoors, the eating, mm-hmm. what you catch or what you hunt is a big part of it. So I think food is a huge part to include. That's awesome. I love that you're the real
2: deal. Oh, thank like, you. I <laughs> appreciate it, Angie. You know, you're just, you, you <laughs> dabble in all of it and you're very knowledgeable. And Cute. and uh, I love that we interviewed Eleanor a while back Yeah. he brought up your magazine that was and I was amazing. Like, that was yes. so
0: cool. Yeah. So it was amazing. He has been an amazing, um, follower on the newsletter. Mm-hmm. I noticed that a while back and I was like, oh my God, when I saw that <laughs> and, uh, yeah, so it's been amazing to have his support. Yeah.
2: Yeah, And you have a great newsletter too by Thank the way. You. I enjoy
0: it. Yeah, and I've been um changing that up a bit and just started doing it monthly mm-hmm. and so that I can include a lot of like women events mm-hmm. and um other blogs and stuff like that. I just want it as another source to like you know can kind of pull from everywhere on what's going on with women in mm-hmm. the outdoors. So so yeah. It's awesome.
1: We recently spoke to Anna On Ice. Yeah, yeah, I just met her
0: last night for the first oh, time. Cool.
1: Yeah. So we, we just kind of said how, you know, there's room for everyone and supporting each other is such Mm -hmm. an important thing. And it doesn't matter who's going where with what, as long as you're getting out there and doing it. And, uh, it is the support is such
0: a huge, huge thing. And, and that's what I really do love about social media. There's positives and negatives of course, social Mm -hmm. media, but growing up, I really didn't have anybody else to another woman to look up to with hunting or fishing and, And now it's like there's so much support and there's so much inspiration. And it's just awesome. It's really awesome how it's changed.
2: And there's always room for
1: more. Definitely. yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
0: It's cool. It's
1: been a pleasure to talk to
0: you. Uh, We've never
1: had a chance to talk before. Yeah, you too, Barb. You know what I think we should do is I think that, you know, we talk to all these really cool, competent, skilled women. You know, we should always, like, follow up these radio interviews with an actual fishing event. Don't you think? Uh, we all just go fishing? That would be, that would be awesome. really
2: yeah, cool. Go fishing. <laughs> hey, there's a trout pond outside. <laughs>
1: yes, so, I would love that. Yeah, we'll have to have a invite all of our former guests, and we'll all get together and do a resort takeover and go fishing. That, that would be, be fun?
0: neat. You know, as we were talking about before, like women events are just booming, and if you look, a lot of them are getting filled up fast, right. very right. fast. Um, and so that's just so exciting to see.
1: Right. You know, and one of the things we're tr- we're trying to do, we recently talked to um, Kristen Merwin and um, myself and Angie sat down and we're going to be uh, adding a piece with Yvonne Brown about how to go about starting a group. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think a lot of people are willing, you know, but they don't really know where to start. And, you know, there is a big portion demographically in this country that's void of those, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, that you got that whole, you know, Tennessee, you know, that whole section of the mid part of the country up north. We're doing great up here, you know, and I think down south in Florida and the saltwater stuff, they're really got a lot of stuff going on. Yeah,
0: I feel like I'm from Iowa and I feel like. That is lacking there, but, um, Wisconsin and Minnesota, I think is definitely like doing amazing with that. And I wish I could go to a lot more events. Um, so yeah, that's awesome to see, uh, that popping up more and more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there can't be too many, you know, I think
1: Mm -hmm. uh, the more the merrier as far as I know. You know, what? I said this lots of times, but, you know, I just see how being outside and living a life outside changes people.
0: Yeah, it definitely does.
1: And it's all for the good. It's all positive and Mm -hmm. it's just kind of makes your life into something that's has so much more meaning,
0: Mm -hmm. I think, and so much more
1: organic pleasure you know, of appreciating nature and all the things around you and being in it. Yeah. Instead of being in it virtually. Yeah. Being
0: in it for real. Definitely. And it just, it's always challenging yourself and you're learning a lot more of what you're capable of that you wouldn't if you weren't in the outdoors, you know, and then just, mornings, um, you know, sun sunrises and sunsets and the wildlife you see and everything, like there's just so much that you would miss if you weren't outdoors. It's stunning. You know, those
1: are the things, you know, people when they hear about fishing or hunting or trapping or any of these outdoor things, those are the, the most meaningful pieces of it are often not even disgust Mm -hmm. because they catch you by surprise. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And you're just in it because you're right there at that very moment. Mm -hmm. And you get to experience that just within yourself and be a witness to what just happened. Yeah. And that is life changing. It is. And you can't put it into words. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. very difficult. Mm -hmm. I don't know how many times you're out in the boat at sunrise or something, you know, on Lake Michigan and the sun's coming up over the big water or the ocean or whatever, it's just like stops you in your tracks. Mm-hmm. It does, too. You know, and that's uh, the thing with women, you know, there's, ladies, your excuses are over because there's opportunities <laughs> abound. There is. Take the first step. Yuck. and get mm-hmm. outside. Mm-hmm. So I really want to thank you for being on the show today. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thank you, Barb, and thank you, Angie. it's yes, really great talking
0: it. to you in person this time. Yes, again, great to meet you guys finally. Yeah.
1: We'll put links to the magazine, and if you want to um, share anything like this event that you're going to, you just please the YouTube share YouTube group, our group page. Yeah, that sounds great. So, yeah. If,
0: yeah, I'll give you the... Um, magazine the website and you can just get it at adventurousmagazine.com and then also on there there's a subscribe that's just free that um we'll send the newsletter as well that has those events and um, other blogs and everything in them as well so
1: great and i'll send you our events you can put
0: those yes there, definitely mm-hmm. make sure we do that awesome. all right thank you thank you thank you